0: To NL Newsday, thanks for tuning in here on this Thursday, April first. Now, if you suffer an injury related to a car accident while on the job, what options do you have? Well, let's get some answers. It's time now for a call from the bar with Carrie Prittle, brought to you by Prittle Law Group, serving Camloops and the surrounding areas. They have the right lawyer for your situation. Prittle Law Group, your lawyers for life. Carrie, how are you doing here this afternoon? I'm very well, Jeff. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks so much uh, for the time. Appreciate this as always. Now, like I said off the top, if someone suffers an injury that happens, say, due to a car accident while they're on the job, what are those injured person's options? What could they potentially do, uh, you know, after suffering this automobile related collision?
1: These sorts of um, things happen all the time for people who are working and on the road. So taxi drivers, that are on the road all day long, bus drivers, and now with the pandemic and the real big uptick of deliveries, all these delivery drivers are mm-hmm. on the road pretty much all day long, and so they're just more vulnerable just by statistics, right? If the more you're on the road, the more likely you are to be in an accident, and if you're suffering from an injury from an a car accident while you're on the job, then you're under the WCB system or WorkSafe. I think they've rebranded themselves, but it's the same thing. Yeah. Um, so those drivers have this option. They can accept their coverage from WCB or WorkSafe, and then they'll get their wage loss and their medical recovery benefits covered. Uh, wage loss ninety percent, and then and then their recovery benefits, and that's if they're deemed to be a worker under the WorkSafe legislation. However, if the other person is responsible for the injury, so the other person caused the accident mm-hmm. um, in a car crash situation, then the worker has this option, whether they choose WCB coverage or they can pursue their claims through the other driver's insurance, which in British Columbia, of course, is usually ICBC. And so if the worker chooses to pursue ICBC then they're out of the WCB system and they're not eligible for wage loss or recovery benefits from either system, from WCB or ICBC, Um, whereas if you were uh, just a regular driver and not a worker, you'd have those wage loss and recovery benefits through ICBC. So by choosing ICBC you're out of that system. And then they have to foot their own wage loss and recovery bill until the claim resolves against the other driver, either through a settlement or a litigation. And so the advantage to electing ICBC, though, over WCB is that you can claim for pain and suffering, but you can't get that through WCB. WCB doesn't pay pain and suffering for injuries on the job, just recovery. And so another advantage is that ICBC must pay any award for your future care in a lump sum because you don't have any part sevens. So in a normal ICBC litigation, ICBC only pays your future care costs slowly and directly as you need it, so that means you're stuck dealing with them for the entirety of your recovery, which could be your whole life, really, if you're permanently injured. And so that's not great. Um, The rules and the requirements for treatment approval They're changing daily with ICBC right now. And so you never get consistent approval or coverage for the treatments you need. There's always a catch or a loop um, hole or a hoop to jump through or they're just flat out ignored by the adjusters. And so most people who are injured in accidents right now are at the whim of their adjuster who determines when you get treatment. And so that's the advantage of electing WCB over ICBC in a car accident situation, because your wage loss and your treatment is paid right away, and really without much hassle. And then as well, if you need to be retrained because you're permanently injured, you're Mm -hmm. provided with that assistance. WCB isn't generous but they're usually consistent at least with supporting recovery as opposed to ICBC.
0: Now, when we're having this conversation, and you talked about it right off the top, a, a lot of the, the, the examples that you gave of who we might be talking about here, who would be probably most interested in a conversation like this, is professional drivers. You mentioned bus drivers, delivery drivers, taxi drivers. Would you have potentially different advice if someone was a professional driver, that's what they do for a living, as opposed to say, I'll just use my own example. If I was to go out and cover a news story, I don't get in the vehicle very often, but you know, every once in a while, you got to jump in a car and go see a news story. Would you have different recommendations for someone who's in a car all the time versus someone who maybe rarely is in a vehicle, but you know was unfortunately in a, in a situation involving an accident where they were in a vehicle that one time? Would that change the way you go about uh, um, addressing a case? Um,
1: not necessarily. Well, huh. the difference is that if you're a professional driver all the time, there's really no question that you're covered by WCB. Okay. But the problems arise when there's a disagreement in a situation like you just described where it's not clear if you're a worker at the time that you're injured. And so what happens if ICBC and WCB disagree? That's where the problem's going to arise. And that's where really you need advice because if both people involved in the accident are workers, so let's say it's a taxi driver that hits you when you're out covering a news story, Then, if both of you are workers, you're barred from electing ICBC at all, or Mm. the court process. You're stuck with WCB, and in a situation like that, ICBC is going to say that they don't want to take responsibility, so they're going to allege that you're a worker and the other person's a worker, and then they're completely clean hands, they don't have to deal with you at all. But then WCB is going to say, well, no, no, we don't want to take responsibility. And so they're going to deny that you're a worker and then you're stuck in this quagmire because you have no treatment or wage loss from either WCB or ICBC while the two of them fight it out. And you're just the innocent bystander who was injured without any clear definition of whether you're a worker or not. And then you have to apply the WCAT, which is the Workers' Compensation Appeals Tribunal, for a declaration as to your status of a worker. And so usually this process is, I say glacially slow, but it's slower than that. Mm -hmm. Um, They don't even assign an adjudicator usually for 18 months or more because they're so backlogged. And so then the injured person just sits in limbo for years and waits for this determination by this mysterious WCAT about whether they're a worker or not. And in the meantime, they're footing their own cost for recovery, treatments, wage loss. And so I see so many people in this situation and they have to cash in their RRSPs or they have to utilize their lines of credit or they have to refinance just to get them through.
0: Yeah.
1: Especially if they can't work during that time because of their injuries. And then once WCAT determination is completed, then they can proceed either through WCB or ICBC. But by then their recovery is significantly delayed and they can't really hope to regain what they've lost at that point. It's, it's really unfortunate situation and that's exactly the situation that
0: you're describing so in that type of a scenario i guess probably the first thing someone should do uh, assuming they're not you know totally up to snuff on how the 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 legal proceedings would work in a situation like that they should probably call a professional because this sounds pretty confusing to me based on on you know how you describe navigating the system so uh, probably getting some some professional advice would be step one
1: Well and it it changes every day. Uh, For example there are cases where ICB or WCB you can go through the WCB system but if the other driver isn't a worker then they can still take your claim and get you a portion of your pain and suffering. So that's the ideal situation and that's great when they do that Um, but sometimes you need a lawyer to kind of tuck them into that and so thank goodness there's personal injury lawyers who do this work and can advise clients because otherwise you're going to get lost in the system, and most people just frankly give up. And so that seems to be the general purpose, actually, mm-hmm. especially from ICBC's point of view. They're kind of counting on people who are injured and then being frustrated and delayed and prevented from recovering, and they're already in pain and out of work, and then ICBC's you know, putting up every roadblock to get your compensation and assistance stopped, and then you just give up. So believe it or not, WCB is much kinder to deal with um, mm-hmm. in that situation. So for example, my website, which is prittlelaw.CA has all sorts of free link, legal information on this topic in the blogs and in the personal injury section. And then there's also an information form on the website where people can complete it if they have questions. Or all personal injury lawyers, and myself included, we provide free uh, consultations. Respecting your accident injuries and so we can help sort out what the options are what the next next steps are and whether you need a lawyer or whether you just need some advice about how to navigate it yourself.
0: Yeah, Uh, I think that's probably a smart first call to be making for sure uh, based on you know how confusing this all could potentially be for someone is if you get injured while you're driving. and, and, you know, it's it's deemed to be serious enough. Maybe you can't drive for a few weeks, but then you're able to get back behind the wheel to complete your tasks, you know, maybe three, four five weeks later, whatever the case may be. Does that complicate matters, too? If you say, um, you know, I couldn't drive for a short period of time, but now I can so I can get back to work. I mean, I imagine they wouldn't be very sympathetic to people who are in that kind of a situation who may be lost, you know, a couple of weeks of work. But at the same point in time, not long enough that they're completely unemployed or anything like that
1: exactly and that's when wc is great because they're the ones that will provide the immediate treatment and the immediate um just couple of weeks of, of wage loss okay. that you might lose
0: so that's almost a simpler situation than than if you were in a a full-on accident and can't work for a foreseeable a, a long a long amount of time i suppose
1: Exactly. and then the people who can't work for a long amount of time, they're the ones who really suffer and get lost in this system sometimes for years.
0: Yeah, that's really too bad. So if someone out there is listening finds himself in that situation, make a call to Prittle law. Thank you so much, Carrie. appreciate this time. Uh, we'll do it again next week.
1: You bet. thank you so much, Jeff.
0: Awesome stuff. That's Carrie Prittle. For a call from the bar. Brought to you by Prittle Law Group. Serving Camloops and the surrounding areas, they have the right lawyer for your situation. Prittle Law Group, your lawyers for life.